You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Rewind Football Fantasy. Fantasy Football Rewind. Welcome back, Island number two, Fantasy Football Rewind. More practice notes from today were John Brown, Arizona Cardinals wide receiver, not practiced on Wednesday, battling turf toe, is expected to miss time in his absence. Chad Williams could see more reps behind Larry Fitzgerald, Jaron Brown, and J.J. Nelson. Brown can be dropped in most leagues. Will Fuller remains sideline on Wednesday's practice. Coach Bill O'Brien calls Fuller touch and go, as it's obviously a painful injury to play through and consider Fuller doubtful this week. Matt Forte is not practicing Wednesday. Even coming out of a bye now, the situation's gotten worse with that. And Bilal Paul, Elijah McGuire, I think McGuire is worth a pickup. And you could see them start to trend towards him during the second half of this fantasy football season. Chris Hogan remained silent at Wednesday's practice. Hogan hasn't practiced since getting hurt in Week 8. He needs to return to practice before he has any chance to play. Brandon Cooks, Danny Amendola, Rex Burkhead continue to soak up the targets in Hogan's absence. Mike Williams is questionable for Week 12 against the Cowboys. Williams should be fine after getting in limited practices. His snaps and routes have been on the rise in recent weeks, but he did most of the Week 11 work when the Chargers pulled their starters in the second half of a blowout win. Williams still isn't worth considering starting in season-long leagues. Orleans Dockwer has been removed from the Week 12 injury report. He's ready to roll on Thursday night's Thanksgiving Day tilt with the Redskins. Washington's run, DJ, run defense was bludgeoned last week in New Orleans. Uh, that New Orleans, though, has bludgeoned everyone. Then one of the questions you have to ask is, are they committed to giving him the ball? How much does Wayne Gallman have? And those are always craziness in where we got going on here. We got Sterling Shepard, questionable for Thursday night's game against the Redskins. The Giants and Redskins kick off the third and final game of the Thanksgiving, and a lot could be hinging on Sterling Shepard. But it is before the week-long games. So you get a little bit of a reprieve there. You're listening to Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Scott. I'm going to come back. I'm going to listen to Delton Don Don of Yahoo.com and our guy, Gary and Thorne, break down Week 12 rankings. So stay tuned for more from the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Right here is Fantasy Football Rewind. Catch us every Monday through Friday, 1 to 3 a.m. Eastern.
Hey, I'm Jeff. Look, I'm just a skeleton. I don't have an ACL anymore, but I'd still like to know what it means when one of my fantasy players sprains his. That's why I use the Inside Injuries app. It was created by real doctors. So you're getting information directly from people who have seen, touched, and operated on actual ACLs. Take it from me, a skeleton. If you aren't using it, you might as well just be guessing. Download the free app today and unlock the secrets of injury analysis. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to DailyRoto.com to rock Daily Fantasy Sports. Hey, this is Greg Sussman from the Roto Experts in the Morning. And, and listen, we can all use a little help sometimes. That's why I talk to three guys every single day that help me with my fantasy teams. But if you need help with your fantasy teams, and you probably do, you should purchase the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football In-Season Package, featuring weekly lineup ranks, chats with our experts every single day, and player cards for every player in the NFL, including reports from InsideInjuries.com. You cannot beat it. Don't set your lineups without checking the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge In-Season Package. I owed the IRS $10,000. The IRS garnished my wages. They put a lien on my house. The IRS is the most powerful collection agency in the world. They do not give up until you pay. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions Now, and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions Now, and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions Now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. Tax Solutions Now can get you help. Our agents know the rules can stop the pain and get you the best deal we connect you with a team of former irs agents and tax professionals who will get the irs off your back we saved our home and overcame the most powerful collection agency in the world call tax solutions now time is running out call 800-910-9962 Join the family at Model Sporting Goods. Visit your nearest Models and sign up for our MVP Rewards Program to receive insider deals all year round. Earn points on every purchase when you use your MVP card to earn Models cash back. It's our way of thanking you for being a loyal customer. Upon signing up, receive 10% off your purchase and 15% off your next purchase. It's that simple. Plus, new MVPs this month are eligible to win a $500 Models gift card. When you got to play more and pay less, you got to go to Moe's. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, Fantasy Football Rewind, hour number two right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Here is the guy, Gary and Thorne with Delton Del Don of Yahoo.com. Yahoo! I love saying that. Hello 
and welcome to this edition of The Rotation. I'm Gary and Thorne, and we are talking some Week 12 running back rankings. And look, this is the nitty gritty. This is the time you gotta get those wins. You gotta make that playoff push. You gotta shore up that first round bye in your fantasy football playoffs. We are just two weeks away from those playoffs. It's crazy, I understand that, but look, we're here to help you. We're gonna break down, as I said, the running back position for week 12, and it's complicated. There's still a ton of running back by committees. There's still a bunch of injuries that might be affecting who and who you can't start this Sunday and really this Thursday as well. So we're gonna talk about all of that stuff with one of the best fantasy football minds in the business, Dalton Del Don of Yahoo.com. Just a guy who knows his stuff and a guy whose rankings are available at Yahoo.com and also up on Fantasy Pros. We're gonna talk about Kareem Hunt, who's been a major disappointment since about week five, but has the best matchup you could possibly imagine in the Buffalo Bills. It's kind of hard to comprehend how bad they've been against the run as of late. Can they rebound Kareem Hunt's season? Dalton's gonna let you know. Also, we're gonna talk about two of the most complex running back by committees in Denver and Seattle. Now, these aren't exactly the, you know, greatest fantasy situations all season long. I mean, Seattle specifically, I don't know, aside from Chris Carson, if any of these guys has ever been someone you've needed to start on a week-to-week -week basis, but that might change considering they get the San Francisco 49ers in week 12, the best possible matchup you could get season long, at least on paper. Again, the Bills are catching up to the 49ers. You gotta watch out for that. Also, Denver has Oakland. Oakland has bled points to running backs all year, but which running back in Denver is going to take advantage of that opportunity, if any? Is CJ Anderson or Devontae Booker gonna be involved enough to be someone you have to start in week 12? Dalton Del Don has all the answers, so, Let's get to him right now. We are now joined by Dalton Deldon of Yahoo.com to break down his Week 12 running back rankings. Dalton, how's it going, man? Going pretty well. Year uh, flies by, you blink, and we're suddenly in Week 12 already. Yeah, it's kind of crazy how fast the season has gone. We've got just two weeks left before the fantasy football playoffs. So, you know, rankings become even more important in the stretch run here. People got to know which running back they're putting in to possibly keep those playoff hopes alive. But we start towards the top end of your rankings. And I don't think anyone out there is thinking about sitting Kareem Hunt, but obviously Kareem Hunt owners have been disappointed with the returns they've gotten since basically week six at this point. Since that point in time, he has been just running back 24 in standard formats, 3.5 yards per carry, doesn't have a touchdown in that span of five games. It just, it just wasn't the Kareem Hunt we maybe got accustomed to right off the top of the season, and maybe that was the wrong thing to kind of judge Kareem Hunt by, this amazing five-game run to start his career, but maybe that all turns around in week 12 against Buffalo. You've got him as your running back seven. That is a little behind the fantasy pros consensus right now of RB4, but Buffalo might be the key. I mean, 212 rushing yards per game allowed over the last three weeks. That is so far and away the worst mark in football. Like, the Detroit Lions have not exactly been sterling against the run. But even they've only given up 167 rushing yards per game over the last three weeks. Like, Buffalo's just been atrocious. Is that enough to get the old Kareem Hunt back this week, do you think? 
Yeah, he hasn't scored since week three. Everyone, including myself, really liked him to bounce back last week. Andy Reid was 16-2 and two, coming off the bye, uh, 10 and a half point favorites. Uh, just a team, the Giants defense, look like they totally checked out. And at least the volume was there for Kareem Hunt. But again, the efficiency wasn't there. I mean, the team went five quarters nearly without scoring a touchdown. So just, just a, a total reversal of how they looked early on. But I guess that regression was somewhat inevitable. But the volume's there. So you're going to treat him as an RB1, as you said. No one's going to bench Kareem Hunt. Uh, maybe you could quibble with my rankings. Like I have Melvin Gordon ahead of him. He's a bit riskier. But Alvin Kamara, McCoy Ingram. I mean, all those guys are just kind of locked in their roles. But um, Hunt... Maybe now his ownership would be so low at DFS, now is the time to strike. You mentioned the Buffalo struggling on defense. Ever since they traded Marcel Darius, it's just been a total reversal. Uh, look at what Jacksonville's done against the run compared to before and after as well. So the matchup is there. Uh, again, big favorite. So so I could see Hunt as a contrarian uh, GPP play. And, of course, in your season long, as disappointed as he's been for a good three games now, of course you got to roll with him. JJ is kind of the bizarro Kareem Hunt at this point, at least for this, you know, his time as a Philadelphia Eagle, these last two games, the efficiency has been there. Oh boy, has the efficiency been there for Jay Ajayi. He's got 168 yards rushing as a member of the Eagles. He's averaging 11.2 yards per carry as a Philadelphia native. However, that's just 15 carries across these two games. And it seems like it just seems like the Eagles are content to run out this Patriot-esque running back committee that's not even just three guys at this point. Like, four different Eagle running backs got a touch on Sunday night against the Redskins, and that's not even including the six carries that Carson Wentz had. So there are so many mouths to feed when it comes to this running game in Philadelphia that some people might be surprised with your ranking of Ajayi. You've got him as your running back 11. Uh, that's six spots ahead of the Fantasy Pros consensus, and this isn't even like the easiest matchup in the world against Chicago either. They've been pretty stout against the run so far this season, just 3.8 yards per carry on the year. I mean, do you have enough trust in Ajayi that, you know, I know the efficiency numbers have been great, but is the volume going to be there for him to be an RB1 in Week 12? Yeah, you don't want to rely on, obviously, 40-yard runs each week, although a lot of Ajayi's fantasy breakout last year were those with three huge games. So he has, you know, shown the big playability, even if he is caught from behind on those said runs. Obviously not an ideal situation given the volume. Yeah, even Kenyon Barner got in the mix. So Corey Clement, sure, his TD regressions, I mean, his TD productions, bound to regress but he he's he looks good when he's on the field I mean it's hard not to give him a handful of carries every week um blunt seems like kind of wasted rushes but Ajay is clearly the the best and most talented runner in a system that you know is producing the number one seed in the NFC so I get it the volume uh, has not been there but in a matchup where they're near 14 point favorites at home against the Bears should be plenty of rushing attempts um maybe his ceiling is just 15 carries but uh they produce so many more goal line opportunities than his old team way better offensive line so and again my counter to you it's it's uh kind of a cop-out but look at the guys i have below ajayi like hides facing the seahawks alfred morris who knows what to make of him p ryan Dion lewis a lot of guys in committees so it's just you know we live in an age of there are so few workhorses i could name basically anyone in that you know in, in a range five before him and five below him that are also dealing in some sort of timeshare how do you kind of come to grips with that in your mind when you make these rankings? Like just knowing that Jay Ajayi should be getting more carries and knowing that Jay Ajayi is the best running back in Philadelphia, how do you weigh that out with realizing that Doug Peterson doesn't seem to care about that too much? 
Yeah, I mean, the team's winning, so it's really hard to argue uh, with their philosophy right now. And I know Ajayi's knees are a long-term concern, so um, I, I get that there are other issues there. But maybe um, maybe down the stretch, you know, it, it, let's not forget he's only learned this playbook for a few weeks now. So I, I do expect his his uh, his role to grow. But, yeah, that's why I have him 11th, or you could quibble and move him, whatever, in that tier there, and not third or something. Because if he was the workhorse in this system – you know, he's still in the prime. It doesn't catch a ton of balls, but man, the TD upside would be there. So that's the difference there. If he was this, their bell cow and, and Eagles, I mean, you're looking at top three upside here. Well, you talked about how the running back position as a whole kind of drops off after the top 11, 12 guys, and we start getting into this murky by committee situations, and we'll see that for the rest of the show. I mean, I don't think there's another running back we have on the docket today that's not involved in a committee somehow, but maybe there's someone who emerges in Atlanta. I mean, last week we did see just a single Falcons running back get the bulk of the carries because Devontae Freeman was concussed uh, and did not play in that contest against Seattle. It's not as if Tevin Coleman put up huge numbers against the Seahawks, as I assume a lot of people didn't expect he would in what is still considered to be a very tough matchup for running backs at the very least with that depleted Seattle secondary. But 20 carries for Coleman, 43 yards, did get in the end zone, which kind of saved his fantasy day for some. But how does this play out if Devontae Freeman is activated this week? I mean, we got reports this morning that he still is in the concussion protocol, so we don't know how this is going to turn out. But they get a much more favorable matchup against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Week 12. And right now you have Freeman as your RB17 and Coleman right after him as your RB18. If Freeman's active, does he maybe jump above the Ajayi tier, or is he still right in that sort of like same class you have him currently? Yeah, you never know. I don't never know how to rank these guys really in the week when it's just totally unclear if they're going to play or not. So I just split the difference there. Uh, so say uh, Freeman gets cleared, I would have him above Ajayi, probably right in that uh, number eight and nine range with the banged up Fournette, Jordan Howard at at Philly, just given their matchup, and he's still. Uh, the lead guy in that committee. So I'd move him up around eight-ish uh, if, if Freeman is totally cleared. Now, if Coleman, if Freeman were, were ruled inactive, I'd be even more bullish on Coleman because he would have that whole backfield to himself. I could see going as high as number four, right around where McCoy is, if Coleman has that backfield to himself given that matchup. And, um, you know, he, he's been getting all the carries when Freeman's been out. So that is obviously a situation that could decide, you know, many fantasy teams' fates this weekend. So that's, that's huge. But the Atlanta Falcons thing certainly is going to be huge. I need Devonta Freeman to play. And then you secure him playing. I think you got to play him. If he's out there, you got to play him. You listen to Fantasy Football Rewind. We'll take a break, and we'll be back with more after this. Ezekiel Elliott, Carl Anthony Towns, Corey Seager. Those are the rookies of the year, much like the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. The fastest growing fantasy sports network on radio is completely free, 24-7. Listen to us live at FNTSY.com slash radio or download the app right now in the Google Play Store or on iTunes. 
Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true fan does your fantasy football team suck <laughs> did you draft david johnson with the first pick <laughs> i can help you out go to itunes subscribe to stand up fantasy i will make your whole life better and put a little smile on your face make you happy maybe you find a significant other just by changing some bowling shoes maybe you'll worry about things a lot less stand up fantasy at itunes subscribe now Hey, I'm Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we're the interns. The Fancy Sports Radio Network and DKMS want to send you to Minnesota this February. All you have to do is play our big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS. Starting next week, answer four questions right and you're heading to the big game. Tune in to find out when the contest will be running. So what are you waiting for? Play the big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS only on the Fancy Sports Radio Network. If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If you're making the minimum payments, but your balance is just not going down, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it will take years to get out of debt, call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people with credit card debt. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. If you're struggling with credit card debt, the first step is yours. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-220-3479. 800-220-3479. That's 800-220-3479. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not a loan company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services or by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission. License number DC32. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go. In this league, a show about games, hosted by men who act like kids. Whoa, hold up there, voice guy. Act like kids? That's not accurate. Really? You saying we're immature? Like how? Dick Butkus. Phrasing. Boom! <laughs> hmm Huh, duly noted. Carry on. Scott Bogman and Chris Welsh with the fantasy show for your twisted mind in this league. Wednesday nights from 9 to 11 Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Cicada. Back to Delton Don Don and our guy, Gary and Thorne, breaking down week 12 rankings on Fantasy Football Rewind. I would just expect more of the same if he does get cleared. So he'd be around that 8, 9, 10 range. And Coleman, you know, more of an RB2, RB3 type. But, man, if he ever gets that backfield to himself for any stretch, he'd be a true difference maker, top five fantasy running back. Kind of surprising he wasn't more utilized in the passing game. I mean, I realized they were having so much success throwing to their wide receivers against the Seattle Seahawks depleted secondary. But what's surprising he wasn't a little bit more involved in that aspect. Uh, Let's get to a Thursday, well, Thursday afternoon conundrum. The first definitive move you'll have to make in Week 12 with Thanksgiving just on the horizon. We've got a 12-30 game between the Vikings and the Lions. And as I mentioned off the top, if you take away Buffalo, Detroit has been the worst team in football defending the run over the past three weeks, giving up over 500 yards rushing in that span. And for as much credit and due credit we give the New Orleans Saints right now at being able to maintain seemingly two top five running backs in both standard and PPR, I feel like we have to give some credit to Minnesota. I mean, since week seven, right around that time when it seemed like Jarek McKinnon had stolen this job away from Latavius Murray and that Latavius Murray wouldn't be usable this season. He just didn't look healthy. It didn't look like he was the running back that was going to find this job after Dalvin Cook goes down. Since week seven, Latavius Murray's been RB6 in standard formats. He's got 69 carries over that four-game run, and that's a five-week total that has him still eighth in football among running backs in touches. I mean, the other five running backs ahead of him in standard are the exact guys you would expect. Ingram, Kamara, Zeke Elliott, McCoy, Todd Gurley. Like, that's some really good company to be in if you're Latavius Murray. I mean, it just seems like right now both of these guys are definitive must-start running backs. I would maybe even argue you have Latavius Murray a little low at running back 25. Yeah, I was just saying, I'm looking at this. I should bump him up. I, I, yeah, totally. I mean, because as much as I want to say I love McKinnon and he he's the superior real-life back, it's hard to argue at this point the volume what Murray's doing. I mean, you said at 15 or more carries in each of the past five games, four touchdowns over his last four contests. Yeah, he doesn't. Uh, he's not very active as a receiver, but clear, the clear goal line guy. I mean, he had 12 touchdowns last year. Maybe it just took a while for him to recover from that offseason ankle surgery. But the team clearly has a role for him. Um, he's been doing fine in it. Uh, you're talking about the team with the number two seed in the NFC right now, so they're producing scoring opportunities with two legit wide receivers. Uh, opponents have to worry about. So you're right. They both are. Uh, they both. Plenty fantasy valuable, especially given today's running back landscape. McKinnon, better in the PPR format. But um, I agree with you. And as you were even talking, I'm like, I have Murray too low. I should move him up into mid-teens. I mean, it's hard to argue with the volume. And as you say, Detroit's been getting gashed by the run lately. Uh, Let's move outside and and just outside your top 20 for Week 12, where we find Joe Mixon is your running back 21. That's pretty much where the Fantasy Pros consensus has him right now. And it's such a strange discussion when we talk about Mixon on the field because, as you mentioned, there's so many running back by committees now, and not all these committees can be Minnesota, can be New Orleans, where they sustain two running backs. But Mixon's kind of the guy in Cincinnati right now, especially with just the injury troubles that have plagued that running back position. Jeremy Hill no longer really in the mix for Cincinnati. I mean, Mixon just hasn't done anything to make us go, wow, this guy's finally an NFL running back. This guy's finally living up to the hype and all the Joe Mixon talk we had to endure in the month of August. And plus this weekend, like the Browns 
are kind of a sneaky matchup. I, I, I feel like some people still think this is a good matchup to have, whether you're a quarterback or running back or a receiver. Running back specifically, like by DVOA, Cleveland's got the best run defense in all of football. I mean, Leonard Fournette was the first running back to surpass 100 yards against them last week. And we're talking about a team that faces almost 30 rushing attempts per game, considering you know the teams playing them are generally ahead and running out the clock. It's kind of impressive what this defense has been able to do. I mean, how do you kind of go about looking at Mixon this week? Like, I, I guess you have to start him, but you're, are you excited to start him? Yeah, so Mixon, I would have said the most given outcome uh, for his rookie season would be him productive, but frustratingly in a timeshare. You know, so, so naturally, here we are, middle of the year, or approaching the end of the year, and he's their workhorse, but incredibly not productive. I mean, he, we're talking uh, on, during base fronts this year, he's getting 2.4 yards per carry. I mean, that is just right, 60th in the league among running backs. So uh, you have to rank him, as I did in the low 20s, just because of the volume, and, and uh, no one's there at all. He's getting the touchdowns. He's involved as a receiver. But obviously, the offensive line is a lot to blame here. But uh, you can't get too excited with the, the, this extremely disappointing yards per carry. And as you said, the matchup. Um, sometimes uh, yards per carry can be misleading, but they are the lowest in the NFL. A lot of these teams are playing with leads and running in obvious uh, run situations in the second half, so that can kind of skew that. But you said DVOA as well. So, I mean, that's, they, they, that's one area in which this team has excelled. So I don't expect, even as big favorites, I don't expect uh, Mixon to turn around the efficiency. So probably another boring 20 to 24 touches resulting in 60 yards and a touchdown, something like that. Bilal Powell comes in as your running back 24. Uh, the Jets go up against the Carolina Panthers this weekend, who are top 10 DVOA in both run and pass in their own right. They are the number three running team by DVOA in terms of defense. So a stout matchup for Bilal Powell. And, you know, Powell, it might be forgotten at this point because of the bye week, but he really underwhelmed when given the opportunity to be the guy when Matt Forte did not play in their Week 10 contest. And we don't know the fate of Matt Forte right now, but it's even hard at this point to kind of get excited about starting a guy like Powell in this matchup, even if Forte doesn't suit up. I mean, if you look at the Panthers this season, even in a PPR setting where, you know, it's obviously a lot easier to get points, they've only given up two 15-plus point weeks to running backs this season. One of them was to James White, who just happened to get 47 receiving yards on 10 catches. That's kind of a very specific James White-esque week. And the other one was Kenyon Drake back on Monday Night Football a couple weeks ago where he had done nothing the entire game, then all of a sudden rips off a 60-plus yard touchdown run in what essentially amounted to garbage time. Like, this has been a great, not just real-life defense, but fantasy defense so far this season. I mean, if Matt Forte plays in this game, can you use any Jet running back in Week 12? I do kind of like the Jets' uh, ugly home dogs coming off a bye this week. But um, as far as Bilal Powell, I'd probably have him ranked a little too high. Uh, boy, what a killer. He, his DFS ownership just shot through the roof last time he was on the field because of Forte's being inactive and given his price. But And in the previous five games with Forte either out or limited, Powell had averaged a little bit more than 25 touches. But McGuire took over that role. And just such a disappointment. And even you look at his season-long stats, you know, take away a 75-yard touchdown run that was kind of a fluke. You know, the defender yeah. thought he had touched him. So he really has disappointed even when given the opportunity. So maybe I have him a little bit too high. And, yeah, it's just going to come down to if Forte plays or not. But even if he doesn't, as we saw last time, uh, McGuire's just uh, involved a lot more than we, ex we had expected, really limiting Powell's uh, upside.
Well, we've talked a lot so far about tough matchups for week 12, and it seems like all the best matchups have been reserved for the most complex running back situations. So it's kind of fun from a fantasy perspective. Some of these guys you can pick up off the waiver wire and maybe even insert into your lineup to have a massive week in these fantastic matchups, but it's not going to be something you're feeling great about. It's going to be a sweat job all weekend, especially if you're looking at a Denver Bronco running back this week. Let's go all the way down to your 40th running back, that being C.J. Anderson. And coming in at number 46 is Devontae Booker. Now, if you go by the game script from last week against Cincinnati, Booker outsnapped C.J. Anderson by 18 full plays in that game. Now, they were down most of the second half, and that would lead you to believe that Booker, the pass-catching running back, would be in the game. But, you know, this Denver team could just be down a lot. That just might be the profile of the Denver Broncos in 2017. And you look at Oakland, not only have they been bad in general, against running backs. They're allowing the sixth most PPR points to running backs this season. They specifically allow a lot of receptions to running backs. 6.4 catches per game to running backs. The third highest mark in all of football. I mean, maybe you don't want to buy in completely to the like Devontae Booker's the guy now in Denver narrative, but can't you kind of look at this and go, maybe this could be a week where Booker could shine in the passing game? Yeah, before we even started talking, I, I went over this and I moved Booker ahead of C.J. Anderson. I, I, that was dumb of me not to in the first place. I mean, look, you mentioned it. The snaps, 48 to around 30 last week from C.J. Anderson, who also lost a fumble. I mean, Booker had five carries inside the red zone last week. So I think it's going to be a full-blown committee there, even some Jamal Charles sprinkled in. And obviously that offense, uh, who knows now with Paxton Lynch taking over. But if I were to start one of the Broncos – uh, like I said, I, I did change. You just look at the the, the recent usage. You got to go Booker. And yeah, you're right, though. A mouthwatering matchup. Oakland, uh, what, still zero interceptions on the year. Tied for last in, in sacks. Uh, ranked dead last in DVOA defensively. So it's just been a nightmare season for them. So it's too bad there isn't a lead ball carrier we can take advantage of here. But but if I were to force, we're forced to choose in Denver. Um, I, yeah, I changed my rankings a little. I, I think you got to go with Booker. Plus the fresher, younger legs, maybe some more upside, a bit of an unknown where we know where CJ Anderson just continues to disappoint. And this time it's not even with injuries. Do you have a similar outlook for the Seattle guys? I mean, San Francisco is the matchup for running backs. It has been all season long. They still give up the most fantasy points to running backs in PPR settings for the year. And now we've got, I guess, Eddie Lacy and J.D. McKissick. It, it seemed like even when Mike Davis went down in that game on Monday night, you know, they didn't even really look at Lacey. Like, I think he only got three carries in that game. McKissick gets seven for 30, also has six targets against the Falcons. We know Mike Davis has already been ruled unlikely to play with that groin injury. Is McKissick the guy over Lacey, or is this a situation where, even though the matchup is fantastic, there just hasn't been a Seattle running back who's been fantasy relevant all year long? Why would it start now? Yeah, I know Mike Davis from back in the 49er day, and I had, I had no idea he was with Seattle. I think he was just signed to the active roster yeah. a couple days. He looked good. Like, he would be everyone's favorite waiver wire pickup right now, um, assuming P. Ryan's not on the, the wire right, right now, if available. But he's hurt. So, yeah, I, I'm avoiding this, especially Eddie Lacy. Come on. I mean, I guess McKissick as a punt play in DFS because of the – if it's PPR, I guess. But this offensive line, they just cannot run, which is the greatest setup ever for Russell Wilson's fantasy value. By the way, healthy receivers. Graham looks like a monster at the red zone. He's accounted for, what, like 22 of the team's 23 touchdowns this season because they simply can't run. So And their defense is suffering from injuries. So just the best setup for Russell Wilson to finish as the number one fantasy QB. And I'm just avoiding all these running backs unless you're super desperate, I guess, McKissick. 
Uh, once again from Yahoo Sports, that is Mr. Dalton Del Don. Dalton, thank you so much for taking the time, man. Cool, thanks for having me. If you want to watch full episodes of The Rotation, like that one, with Dalton Del Don, who I want to thank one more time for stopping by. Dalton Del Don, absolutely getting it done from Yahoo. As a man, Gary and Thorne on The Rotation, they do it each and every time. You go to Fantasy Sports Network, sign up on YouTube, and get that and get all the information you need to be successful in fantasy. We'll be back with more after this. or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And the Affordable Care Act guarantees coverage of substance abuse. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. Hey, I'm Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we're the interns. The Fancy Sports Radio Network and DKMS want to send you to Minnesota this February. All you have to do is play our big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS. Starting next week, answer four questions right, and you're heading to the big game. Tune in to find out when the contest will be running. So what are you waiting for? Play the big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hey everybody, it's me, Joe Pizzapia, best-selling author of the Fantasy Black Book series, and right now you can get the 2017 Fantasy Football Black Book on Amazon as we speak. What are you waiting for? You can get it for ebook, for your Kindle, or for paperback. And it's not just me this year. No, I brought in some friends. I got Jake Seeley, I got Sammy Reed, I got Gary Davenport. I got championships and they're waiting for you. Find out why the Fantasy Black Book is number one best-selling in fantasy sports for the 10th straight time. You know why? Because once you go Black Book, you never go back. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must-have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15 15- 
Hey, what's up, everybody? It's the Fantasy Executive, Corey Parson. It's fantasy football season right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. So make sure you tune into the all-new Fantasy Football Frenzy with myself, Jake Seeley, and Wall Street Matt Medica. If we were a hip-hop group, we'd be like Migos because we're popping right now. Tune in every weekday morning at 9 a.m. East. Rankings, projections, ADP talk, and we take your phone calls. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy, 9 a.m. East, every weekday morning right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. My name is Tony Sincata, and we are here absolutely getting it done. As you're getting it done, I'm getting it done. We're all getting it done together, and it's always a good thing. I love it, right? You got to love it. So coming up next is going to be Thanksgiving. When you get up in the morning, you'll be thinking about turkey. You'll be thinking about the turkey. And I like it. Speaking of turkeys, how about the fantasy BFFs with our favorite NXT wrestler, Eric Young? It's the fantasy football best friends forever here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Alongside the fantasy salad, Frank Stample, Michael Florio. And EY, Eric Young, one quarter of one half of the NXT Tag Team Champions. I am Greg Sussman. Gentlemen, Thanksgiving is here. What's up, Sally? You gonna some salad on Thanksgiving? No, no, no. That's not happening. Why, why, would you, why would you wish that evil upon me, Greg Sussman? I'm sorry. I didn't, I'm not trying to be mean. All I, right. I apologize. I will be eating salad on Thanksgiving. Will you? Who doesn't? Me? They don't make a salad where you go? If they do, I... Probably just get right over it, to be honest. Yes. Thanksgiving, yes. man. Salad, you crazy? Salad, you get a little bit of everything. Well, whatever. Uh, EY, you eat salad on Thanksgiving? Yeah, I eat everything. EY's a man. Every time Frank puts down salad, a single tear falls out of my wife's eye. I know. You're, you're, you're going to make his poor Every time. hysterical, Frank. She's going to hate me. Sure if he she does. Ever me, yeah, it's, it's already over. She doesn't even know you, but she does, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd expect that. It's it's cool, I guess. As long as you don't hate me, UI. He, he does. No, you're all right. You're all yeah, right, Frank. That's kind, that's kind of you. So on the show today, we were trying to think of, um, we were trying to think of, like, some, like, terrible Thanksgiving giving pun. Like, oh, turkeys. Things we're, we're thankful for in fantasy. And I was like, oh, this is so boring and not cool at all. So instead... We thought, about, oh, we just do a normal show. Like, oh, guys, we're in on. Guys, we're out on. Blah, blah, blah. You know what? We do it all the time, every week, and it's fine. But we also realize this is the last day this week that the four of us will be sitting at the table together. Right? Like, tomorrow, no BFS. We have a line of lock show uh, going live before the games. Friday, Mike and I are off. Frank, you are, you are here uh, with who? Chris Venture and David Ganos. All right. I don't know if you want me to, EY wants to join. Did you ask him? Uh, he's certainly welcome to do so if you want to hop on, EY. You didn't even ask him. Yeah, what? I'll be around. He's around. There you EY's go. around. You couldn't even it's ask gonna him. It's going to be a quad shot. It's a four-man band. It's amazing. 
No. It's a four-man <laughs> band. Nope, 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 not doing it. Not doing it. Yeah. So he, he's not doing it either. Yeah. All right, so on the show today, what we decided, what we're doing is we get to do this. We get to have fun, the four of us, every day uh, at 11 a.m. Eastern uh, because of you. And we're very thankful for that, in, in all honesty, in all seriousness. So as a thank you for watching and cheering and supporting, we're going to take your calls. What? Is that because it's an easy show for us to do? No, not at all. Absolutely not. Is it because it's the day before Thanksgiving and we kind of just want to have fun? No. That was because we're thankful that you watch every day. Right, guys? Absolutely. Yep, Duh. of course. Yeah. So be thankful. Call the phones at 844-843-6879. We're going to answer your questions in the chat. Rush. I always think it's a half tend a point. to yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. well any points like some people play quarter whenever I see anything like that I usually lean the running back because it, like for the, for Jay Ajayi, ten rush attempts equals five catches for Keenan Allen which I could easily see happening but I I do agree the the vo the volume hasn't been there for Ajayi since he's gone over to Philly he had a big run, uh, one big run the other day besides that kind of held in check a little bit. Keenan Allen coming off that game in a favorable matchup against the Cowboys. I think he is in a spot where he can have a huge day. Yeah, the Cowboys allowing the six most fantasy points to wide receivers so so far this season. Uh, we, we've known that they've been susceptible to giving up uh, big games to wide receivers as well, so I like that call. He's inside my top ten at wide receiver. Eli, who do you like better this week, Jay Ajayi or Samaj P. Ryan? P. Ryan for me, I mean, the... The Philadelphia Eagles, I feel like it's this is the New England Patriots situation. There's, in, in one drive, four different running backs touch the ball, and then Kenyon Barner, which nobody owns, absolutely nobody owns, uh, scored the touchdown. So for me, Piran, there, there's really nobody else there. He proved this week that he can get it done. The e the, the offense is much improved, um, and, and uh, Piran's going to have open running lanes. So I, I, I definitely go Piran. I really like him this week. You guys agree with that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the workload is just so much safer. Uh, I know that they signed someone off the practice squad, but still, it, it's going to be Samaj Piran's backfield. They really they don't have anyone else there. Uh, and while the Giants did limit Kareem Hunt last week, we can't forget the two weeks before where you know Matt Breida had a long touchdown. Uh, the Giants gave up 153 total rushing yards and a touchdown in that game. And then the week before against the Rams, uh, we know what Todd Gurley did against the Giants. So uh, I, I still think that that's a favorable matchup. And with the touches that Piran gets, you know, I think he's a top 15 running back this week. I have him as an RB1 this low end, but I have him as an RB1 this week. That's fair. There you go. There you go. I think Samaj P. Ryan is also an RB1 this week. I think the matchup's awesome. He's going to have room to run. I think EY really put it perfectly uh, in describing it. I want to ask all three of you guys your opinion on this because I was debating this last night. Samaj P. Ryan or Carlos Hyde against Seattle? I was debating which one of those two I like more this week. I I'd go P. Ryan, to be honest. Uh, I know that the workload is going to be there for Carlos Hyde as well. Maybe in a full point PPR, I'd lean Carlos Hyde, but I think half point or standard. Uh, I just think the matchup is so good for P. Ryan that he could take advantage of that. But I don't expect him to catch as many passes as uh, as Carlos Hyde does. But I mean, Seattle Seahawks, w with all the injuries that they've suffered in the secondary, they've still been pretty good against the run. I mean, Tevin Coleman scored last week, but it was on the goal line. So uh, their yards per carry against is very low on the season. And I know since uh, since that DeMarco Murray game against the Titans, that Seahawks rushing defense has really, really stepped up. So uh, I, I would go with P. Ryan over Carlos Hyde. All right. I would probably go with Carlos Hyde. Uh, I think he'll catch more passes. And Only in PPR. I said, I said in PPR yeah. I'll go Hyde, but in the other two formats I'll go with P. Ryan. All right. There you go. Uh, I, have to, I have to make that choice, actually. Ooh, I, have to make, I have to make that choice. In what format? I have Mur Murray, Murray Hyde and P. Ryan. It's a half-point PPR. 
I actually so have, I have to start two of those. Have, who, who are the Titans going to And, and Kareem Colts. Hunt as well. Wow. So you guys are two out of those four? Yeah. Well, you got to start Kareem three, Hunt. Or, or three out of the four. Hunt? I do. I have to start Kareem Hunt. I think so. I, I know he hasn't scored a touchdown in like six weeks. I know it's been bad, but he does have a favorable matchup this week against the Bills, who I mean, over the last month yeah. are allowing the most fantasy points to running backs. You would think if Andy Reid can do one thing right, it would be he realizes yeah. to get Kareem Hunt the ball this week. The workload is still pretty safe for Kareem Hunt. Like I know he's not scoring, and that sucks for fantasy. But this is a guy; he's still getting around twenty touches every single game. So. Uh, and especially with, you know, since Marcel Darius has been traded from the Bills, I mean, it's a direct correlation uh, with how many fantasy points they're giving up to running backs. So oh. I think the one I would bench is DeMarco Murray. Yeah, four. I would too. But here's the thing. For the Bills, over the past month, they're the second team, the Chargers, second most points allowed to fantasy running backs, 25.6. The Bills are allowing 36.48 fantasy points per game. That is a huge, huge number. I'm sure that Saints game against the, uh, yeah, the that, with, you know, with five touchdowns and stuff is a huge drove outlier. That but, up, but yeah, I have. I, I mean, I, even last week, Melvin Gordon scored. I mean, Austin Eckler had a, a solid game too. So I have all, giving it up to anybody. I have all of EY's got four options in my top fifteen. So it's a good problem to have. I do have Demarco Murray, the lowest of the bunch, but it's the most volatile situation too. Yeah, that's that's the whole thing is because. Some his volume, while it's usually the snaps are always there, the volume has been up and down this year, so that's the reason I put him the lowest. But man, Ewa, that's a good problem to have. It's all I mean, that's my W, that's my WWE team, and I also have AJ Green, Keenan Allen, uh, Zach Ertz, Stefan Diggs, Robert Woods, Duke Johnson, and Derrick Henry, and I'm not going to make the playoffs. That that's wild, crazy, dude. That's crazy. It's, it's my best team, and I just I can't buy a break. Can't buy a break. That's just unlucky. Um, by the way, something you said, Florio, like, oh God, the YouTube zoomed in on you. Um, that's, you said it's a good problem to have. I don't know about that anymore. Like, at this point of the year, I don't want that problem. I just want to have my lineup and just wash my that's hands fair. and not worry about it anymore. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to answer your telephone calls. Line those things up right now. We're going to answer your calls. Wired or wired, 844-843-6879. Welcome back to Whoa. Then call Page Publishing. Hey, give me a break, Page Publishing. Page Publishing. Give me a break. It's Fantasy Football Rewind on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Take a quick break. We'll be back with more. I don't go anywhere as we absolutely get it done. You getting it done. I'm getting it done. But I'm waiting hours. I'm counting hours to the turkey. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They handle everything. 
editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. This is Tony Sincata from Fantasy First Look. You can join me every Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. I am joined by George Kurtz and, of course, Joe Galena, the Fantasy Jesus. If you guys want to watch the Monday Night Football game, turn the volume down and listen to us. If you can't make that commitment, subscribe on iTunes every single week. Get the best podcast in the business when it comes to fantasy football. That I'll guarantee. Fantasy First Look, 9 p.m. Eastern. Does your favorite fantasy sports show pair banging on the table demanding shots? Drinks on Greg. Drinks on Greg. Drinks on Greg. With deep, smart Kareem Hunt analysis? If not, then I think the fantasy BFFs are for you. Every weekday at 11 a.m. here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and on YouTube Live, join Greg Sussman, Frank Stanfield, Mike Florio, and NXT wrestler Eric Young for some of the best, most enjoyable, most imaginative fantasy analysis out there. Don't get your fantasy from boring people. Yo! This is the Fantasy Football Best Friends Forever. Check out the Fantasy BFFs 11 a.m. every weekday only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network and the Fantasy Sports YouTube page. Are you looking for the most complete college football coverage on Saturday morning? Then tune in to College Football Today with Joe Lisi and Rich Sermonello on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. We break down every FBS conference, give you expert in-depth game analysis, and provide you with game predictions to get you set for kickoff. Your Saturday will be rocking as we talk with your favorite players from every school. Tune in every Saturday morning and start your tailgate off with us. We have you covered. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Rewind. My name is Tony Sincata. And other news from the day. Julio Jones was limited to Wednesday's practice. He's been dealing with ankle and knee injuries. And I think they've just gone light on him in practice. Alan Hearns, Jacksonville Jaguars wide receiver, didn't practice on Wednesday. He looks on track to miss another week with the ankle injury. Aditi Westbrook, Keelan Cole will get the action in three wide sets. Juju Smith-Schuster didn't practice on Wednesday. J.J. Nelson was limited in Wednesday's practice. It doesn't sound like anything will keep him out this week. John Brown, sideline. Nelson should increase in targets this week. Brandon LaFell limited in practice. It's the same knee issue that's limited in the last two weeks. LaFell has a plus matchup with the Browns, but it should be avoided as a Week 12 steamer or streamer. Steamer. Don't look this up at work, but a Cleveland Steamer 
is interesting. Isaiah Crowell was limited at practice Wednesday. Crowell was also limited last week with shoulder injury. Should keep him out of Sunday's matchup with the Bengals. Crowell isn't more than RB3 for Week 12. Martellus Bennett was limited Wednesday's practice. Bennett has full practice since coming over to the Patriots. He'll continue to play through the injuries. Bennett has just six targets in two games. Danny Amendola. Didn't play much in the second half last week, so he may be dealing with a setback. He's still fully expected to play Sunday. Chris Hogan not expected to return. Amendola is locked into a top three role. Jacoby Brissett is practicing in full for Week 12 against the Titans. As of earlier today, Brissett was still in concussion protocol. Though all the signs point to him suiting up Sunday versus Tennessee, only Denver and Houston have more passing touchdowns than the Titans this season. Allowed more than the Titans this season. That puts Brissett a streaming option for Week 12. Dwight Freeney was claimed off waivers by the Seahawks. Freeney will be reunited with Jim Caldwell, who coached throughout his tenure as the Lions claimed him from the Seahawks. And Freeney is understandably past his prime, but could still be a helpful pass rusher. Uh, for the Detroit Lions. Tom Brady dealing with Achilles didn't practice on Wednesday. The NFL Network's Ian Rappaport said Brady's fine, but the Achilles issue is a concern. Sounds like Brady's practice reps will be managed this week. Brady remains on track to start Sunday against Miami. Tyler Croft was limited at practice. Croft played through his um, injury situation with his wrist this week, and he looks like he'll be ready to go. C.J. Bathard is the starting quarterback for Week 12. I don't understand it. It's kind of crazy, but it is what it is. want to wish you and the family a happy Thanksgiving. Make sure you got everything you need, and enjoy the football on Thursday. We'll be back Friday night, so make sure you tune in Friday night to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, 1 to 3 a.m. Eastern. And, of course, check out the Fantasy News Desk uh, before us. If you missed any of tonight's Fantasy News Desk, you got Jake Seeley's rankings, uh, so you don't want to miss out on that. We are ready. We are raring to go. And you are the people that absolutely get it done. So have a leg. Have a breast. Have a thigh. And don't feel guilty about it. Eat, too. Make sure you get plenty of riboflavin. Get some B12. It's amazing. Load a little gravy on there. Don't worry about it. It is Fantasy Football Rewind. My name's Tony Sincata. We are out of here. Time to go make the pies.